Hi everyone, and welcome to The Sound of Mark. Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to the episode of the podcast. And, um, well, let me just jump in and just say, uh, I didn't really plan to record this, uh, this episode. Um, I didn't really have any inkling that I would record an episode of the podcast today. Um, apart from, of course, uh, publishing an episode of the podcast with a poem a day, which I do every day. Um, a poem from one of my books, poetry that I've written. Um, and today, but today has been um, a day when uh, I and my mom and my sister Claire have had uh, to come together. Um, and uh, be there for each other as we have been for all our lives together um but recently um we've really had to pull together more than ever because of the death of my dad um you may not know but um sadly my dad um, David Hastings passed away on the 8th of December 2022. Uh, we have not yet buried my dad. Uh, that will take place on January the 7th, uh, sorry, on February the 17th. So, uh, not, uh, that far away now. Um, um, in probably about 10 days, uh, I'm going to deliver the eulogy, um, and it's going to be a very sad day, it's, it's a day that no one is looking forward to, um, you know, uh, in the intervening time, um, you know, in between, um, Doing all that you need to do after someone dies, you have to make arrangements, you have to um, plan funerals, you have to plan how the ceremony will go. There's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot that goes into things that occur after someone dies, um, especially if it's a burial rather than a cremation, I would guess. Um, but anyway, so, as I say, this episode wasn't planned. I really just felt the need to record it, though. Um, and the title of this episode, if anything, is going to be, I don't remember it being this hard. Um... And it, this title comes from a little note that I wrote to myself, which I do occasionally, which I've done for years since I first began writing poetry. 
And I used to do it in my notebooks. I used to write just these little one line, maybe even one word notes that if I was lucky would grow into becoming a poem. Just one word, one phrase would would grow and, and develop and become a poem. The more I thought about it, the more I, you know, developed it. You know, if it was effortless, you know. But um, I'd write these little notes and these little phrases down. Now, uh, more often than not, I write I write them in uh, in a, an app on my my phone, a little note app. Um, and occasionally, I'll write a poem in that this note app. That will come from just something that will come to me in the moment. And if you're a writer, you know that you'll write anywhere, anytime. You may even get woken up. You may even wake up in the morning, as I've done on more than one occasion. I'll wake up at three o'clock in the morning. Just, you know, especially um, since everything happened um, with my dad. Um, I'll get up, um, just you know, lie in bed and. You know, there's been occasions, um, even in the past, you know, uh, when I've just woken up and I'll be hit by inspiration. I'll start writing a poem. And more often than not, um, those poems, uh, they they can be some of the best that I've, I've written, I think. Um, don't ask me why, maybe it's the time of the day, but, you know, I do write well early, um, and I'm not just bigging myself up, you know, I, I do think that, um, you do write better when your mind and your, or your imagination is fresh, when you're, you're closer to the dream state that you've previously been in for, what, eight hours, ten hours, depending on how long you you sleep for, but um, you do. Um, saying that, you know, I've written when I've had, just after I've had my first Cara Macchiato at Starbucks, um, after I've observed my surroundings and the people I'm dining with, uh, or should I say alongside, um... I did write a poem with someone once. They were sitting right opposite me. Uh, and I started the poem and I said to them, well, you finish it. And they weren't really a poet. They, they were a poet. They wrote poetry. However, uh, they weren't as obsessed uh, with poetry um, as I was. You know, they, they wrote they wrote some good poems, but... Um, uh, I can't. I kind of put them on the spot when I asked them to finish. I would start. They would finish, and they carried. Then they, they did finish the poem, but I, I thought it was just a. It was a uh, a way of uh, an intimate way, a way to be intimate. I should say. Um, you know, something that we could always share, um, but. Uh, to be honest, I don't even remember what that poem was. 
and of course the person who i wrote that poem with um they've gone on to do other things with other people as so happens but anyway so as i said the title of this episode is i don't remember it being this hard and what do i mean by that why did i write that and i didn't realize why i wrote that but i suppose it's a question isn't it like with most of my poems um i'm asking a question at the same time that i'm attempting to answer it and um the answer could be right under my nose the answer could be there before the question uh doesn't sound very logical does it that to have an answer before the question but you don't realize that you have all the answers until you start asking questions so what i mean when i say i don't remember it being this hard what am i referring to well i guess writing living um and of course that is in reference to my dad because my dad had been a a very big part of my life all my life i've been very lucky to have had my dad with me championing me you know supporting me in so many ways and as my mom reminds me now you know my dad was very proud of me um he always wondered apparently you know does mark get paid for what he does you know is he getting recompensed for the work that he puts in for the books that he writes um you know my dad was always always wanted people to get their what they were um had earned i guess or didn't want them to be shortchanged want them to see some some return on the effort that they put in because my dad was very much like that he put so much effort into things but he didn't ever um expect anything uh in return he just did things he was very selfless um and um yeah and i've been like that i try to be like that you know people ask me have asked me why do you write you you know do you get to anything for it and uh, as i said to my mom recently as i reminded my mom recently that you don't do anything you don't you're not if you if you're doing it for the money then you shouldn't be a writer and i know some people when it's their it's your job to be a writer um you get paid by the word or whatever then you have to write but what i do when i write poetry and i suppose if i was paid by the word then you know i could fill god knows how many pages with words i could you know but uh i don't do it for the money i don't write um i don't publish books for the money i do it for the passion the love 
the um, the purpose because I have been gifted with inspiration. Don't ask me where it came from. Um, but one day, one night, I was inspired to write a poem for someone. And I wrote that poem. And that was the beginning. That was the beginning. I wrote a poem for someone, sent it to them. They liked it. I wrote another poem. They liked it. I wrote another poem. They liked it. And on, 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 on. Then I just started writing about other things. And I've written poems for other people since over the years. Since I first began writing poetry. Um, what now? Probably 15 years ago, maybe. I've been writing maybe 15, maybe 12 years. But I've been publishing poetry for um, 11 years now. Anyway. Excuse that. Um, anyway, so I've been publishing, um, writing, publishing for 11 years now, and, uh, I've loved it. I've really loved every moment. Um, and you know, when I go back and I look at my, the covers of my books, you know, going all the way back to Poet of the Sphere came out in 2012 and then the sound of mark which came out in 2014 um the eternal boy the dreamer and the dream the rambler poet of the multiverse and that's just mentioning my poetry books because in between those books i published uh truly Maddie deeply was a collect which, which was a collection of poetry but also um a uh, a short story you could call it about um about my relationship with um my uh girlfriend slash fiance um at the time um and then i wrote my book series um uh the wolf in me the wolf in you and most recently the wolf in us which is my latest book i also wrote playing god which is a collection of seven short stories um that all revolved around this man in black man in white and his interactions with um um people um um which is a, a personal favorite book of mine i must say um and also i wrote too close to the sun which is a collection of short stories uh five short stories as well as some poetry which was a very experimental book for me. Really did open a door in a lot of ways. Um, and um, yeah, I wrote Vega, the Vampire King as well, which was a, an offshoot of um, the wolf in me, the wolf in you. Um, and um, yeah, you know, when I go back and I see them, see all the covers all the covers that i created and i sometimes you know i've been going back and i've been re-reading poems that i wrote going back um to 2012 and poet of the sphere 
um, some of those poems I wrote way before they even got published. And um, it's funny, you know, I'm going back and I'm rereading what I wrote and I'm thinking, whoa, you know, who was I when I wrote those poems? That's a good question. Who was I? Was I the same person as I am now? And the answer is both yes and no. Because I was a different person when I wrote every one of those poems. But I was also, I'm also the same person. So who am I? How am I different? What does, it, what does that mean? You know. And the, the answer is. Um, I was very. I was going. I was. I was. At a certain point in my life, I was a certain person when, and I was interacting with different people at the time. And uh, no matter who you are, if you're an artist, you are influenced by people who you're with, maybe who you're in a relationship with, who you you have a friendship with. Um, but the most influential person in my life has always been my mum. And my dad, and my, my sister Claire, of course, um, my you know my family, but my mom and dad, you know, from the moment that I was born, you know, they were incredibly influential in my life, and they they gave me so much. I wouldn't have done anything in my life if it wasn't for my mom and dad. And as I've said, um. My dad um, recently passed away. And it's been hard. Um, Very hard. Very, very hard. And since um, my dad passed, I have written new poems. uh, And I've published those poems. Uh, I've also continued to record episodes of A Poem A Day on the podcast. But... Uh, quite honestly, it's been hard. Very before, um, it felt easier, and I think the reason why it felt so easy was because I, I guess, I took things for granted, took people for granted, and you don't realize how much you need someone. Until they're no longer there. And when I say you don't realise how much you need someone. Not financially. Not in any way other than just being able to turn. And look at someone in the eye. And just see their, their soul. And know that. They are a part of you and you are a part of them. And you can only get that with someone who is your family member, especially your dad or your mom or your sister, your brother, someone like that. But with me and my dad, we always had that. I could always look at my dad or hold his hand and just know that we had that connection. Even beyond physical, we had this psychic connection and I still feel that I still know that my dad is with me he's with all of us because I can still feel him there and it goes beyond 
any anything any words um capable of describing anything or any kind of connection that anybody might have had but you do miss the physical and that's something i've explained to mom my mom my sister you know how i believe my dad's still with us but it's true you know there is and they've my mom's come back to me and said well yeah but she misses him being here physically and it's true you know physical interaction is incomparable you you can't compare it to anything else um but you know nevertheless i know that my dad is still with me he's still with us he's still listening um anyway so um so what do i mean when i said i don't remember it being this hard and there's been times when in my writing career even when my dad's been there <clears throat> when i've gone through bad times and like with relationships and with people when i've struggled and i've thought to myself why am i writing why why should i continue to write what's the point and i've thought to myself that's it i'm not gonna write again and then of course give it a day a couple of days at the most i'll just start writing again because once you have the gift of inspiration it's very hard to 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 leave it behind like it's like a relationship it's very hard for me to walk away from someone that mean means something to me meant something to me um i've had people you know walk out of my life just and i've walked out of other people's lives but you do think when you're younger you you do see stupid things you say things when you're young or hot-headed and you think that you're in the right and uh you don't need to apologize and as you get older you regret you have so many regrets you regret saying things you regret doing things especially when you realize that you really can't take it back and um if you could do it all over again you would because you'd stop being such a child we've all been there we've all acted like a child and said things that in retrospect knowing what was going to happen we would change it but anyway so we've all i know i've had periods where you, you get i've had i had a period when i went through writer's block as they call it and it was hard really hard and i, I i've written things and i thought that's not very good or i've put it in a drawer shall we say and just thought no that's just not doesn't meet my high standards of my own writing or whatever because everyone has their own has standards you you know you you, you do you know when you're firing on all cylinders or when you're just you know 
working on fumes. Um, and you need that source, that muse, that inspiration. You know, for me, for the longest time when I first began writing poetry, my muse was this woman, this woman who I thought was the, the best thing ever, who inspired me to write my first po poem and my first 10 poems, actually. Then, you know, you, 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 I found another muse and you find other muses. Um, and then, you know, recently I found, I couldn't do, I got to a point where, uh, I didn't, I felt like I had no muse that it had left me that not inspiration, but that one person muse the one person who could give you that jolt of electricity, that jolt of creative energy, which I always had. I had for 10 years or more. But in between that, in the background of that, was my dad and my mum and my sister Claire and my family and my surroundings and my experiences. That was always... Um, a muse and an inspiration that I knew I could always draw on. Um, very important. But I always had this one, this, these muses who I could go to. And, you know, it was different, very different. But, um, yeah, um, you know, you, as an artist, you, you, you struggle when you don't have inspiration in your life. Or when you you go through something and that the experience of what you're going through proliferates into your art and you can't get away from it and i'm at that point now um because you know losing my dad my art has been influenced by that my poetry and it's very hard for me to step away from what i'm feeling what i'm thinking um and, you know, that's, I've always been a writer who writes what I know. Even when I've been writing, you know, fantasy or fiction, I've always instilled whatever I've written with some kind of reality. Some I've always grounded it with what I know or what I think, what I feel or what I've seen. Um... You know, and that's that's really added to it. I think it's given it a lot more depth. Even when writing about werewolves and vampires, you know. But anyway, so um, so yeah. But at the moment, I'm gonna admit that it's very hard for me to write at the moment. I don't know whether it'll get easier again. Not that it was ever easier, but it was. It felt. You know, I could write without effort. And, of course, you know, sometimes it is good to, to to fight against, you know, that wall. But that you sometimes, you sometimes find yourself up against. But um, for me, it, it always felt effortless. Effortless, sorry. Um, you know, I could just write without even thinking. And now... You know, today I, I, I thought I want to write something. I want to write something. I want to write something. 
And then I just, I just couldn't. It just felt so hard, you know. What? And I thought, why is it this? Why does it feel so hard? And of course, it feels so hard because I'm not in the right place to write in a certain way or in a way that I used to write. I can't. There's a lot on my mind. I've got a lot on my mind. I've got a lot to think about. I've got a lot to prepare for. There's things that are going to happen that I know and I can't do anything about. Uh, but I have to face. I have to face a lot of things. Just recently, you have to face things. I've had to face questions with answers. And I've had to be there for my my mom and my sister and my family. And uh, it's not been easy. I can tell you that. Um, and I say in the background, I've I've been writing what I um, as as much as I can. I've been recording episodes of my podcast. I've tried to remain who I've always been and always uh, as I always want to be. You know, optimistic, hopeful, but. Uh, you know, it's um, it's hard to, to stay like that, especially when you know that your hero, your your dad, is um, no longer with you. He's still, he, I know he's still with me in in lots of respects, but uh, physically, yeah, it's still taking a lot of getting used to, and I'll never get used to. My dad not being there. Um, but yeah, so it's, as I say, it's uh, it's hard at the moment. Um, create, creatively, um, uh, emotionally, as well as uh, physically. But, um, yeah, so hard times um and uh you know there's multiple people who have been through what i've i'm going through i know but uh it's um and you talk to people about what you're going through and what you're feeling and you do feel a little better talking about it but uh It's, you still can't get over the fact that your life has changed radically. You don't realize how much your life will change until you, you lose someone who means something to you. And, you know, I lost friends in the past. Uh, you know, I went to a friend's funeral um, several years ago. Um, ten years ago, actually. And um, I was affected by that, and I wrote about that. I wrote about the the loss of my friend, but um, you know, when you lose your dad, it's um, it's something else. Let me tell you, it's a, a massive shock to the system, um, in lots of ways. Um, and it's not going to get any easier, is it? Um, as I say, yeah, here soon, I'm, 
I'm going to be delivering my dad's eulogy. I'm going to stand in front of people and tell people, recite a poem. And then I'm going to be there when my dad is laid to rest. (laughs) And it just, it's like a nightmare. It's like my mum said, it's like living in a nightmare you're not going to wake up from. Um, and some people, they can, uh, they can understand what you're going through. You can understand me when I'm, I'm talking about how I'm feeling, but, uh, life's changed. That's the, 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 the big takeaway is that life will never be the same again. As anyone who's been through, you know, losing anybody or anything who meant something to you, you're never going to be the same again. That goes without saying. But um, it's very, it's really sad. Um, I I feel like, because I felt like the last 10 years, from 2012 to 2022, even before... Um, my dad passed away. I felt like I'd come to the end of a journey. Uh, I really did. Um, and it wasn't long before my dad passed. Um, that my latest book, The Wolf in Us, got published very rapidly. Uh, by my um fast track by my published my publisher because it was ready to go ready to be published and i thought oh maybe we'll get it published next year meaning 2023 but no it got published in 2022 the same year as my book poet of the multiverse got published which i um considered which i felt was was um like a bookmark to uh, my first book, Poet of the Sphere. You know, they're very they're like a bookend. Poet of the Sphere was the first, was on one side. Poet of the Multiverse was on the the other, to bookend it. And uh, the Wolf in Us was kind of like the closing chapter of um, the story of Olivia Hunter from The Wolf in Me, The Wolf in You, um, and it really did put a pin in her story but then I thought to myself maybe you know you think oh that is the end of her story that's the end of her arc you know um but she could come back and then you know my dad passed away and then everything just went out the window I didn't think I'd write again ever uh it wasn't really an interest of mine um, you know, your priorities change when you lose someone that you love, means something to you. Um, yeah, so, so from, you know, my opinion, the, at the moment, the story of Olivia Hunter is 
been told. And I really loved writing about the character of Olivia Hunter. Um, she's a very close to my heart. Uh, and within the story of Olivia Hunter, I even wrote myself into it. You know, I got to interact with Olivia Hunter, my character, in The Wolf in You, which was very fun to do. And I also got to meet uh, Vega, the Vampire King. And, you know, it's uh, just something that I uh, I took. I just loved doing. It wasn't necessary, I suppose. I could easily, I thought, I've thought recently, maybe I... If I was to re-publish those books, I could easily cut all the any mention of myself out of them, and it wouldn't um, make any difference to the the overall plot or the arc of Olivia Hunter or Vega, the Vampire King. Um, but yeah, so I loved writing that character, and you know, maybe one day, maybe, 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 but. Uh, Maybe I'll never write another book. Maybe I'll never publish another book. Maybe I'll just write poetry and publish it online, like I did when I first began writing poetry. And I didn't ever foresee that I'd ever become a publisher of books. I thought I'd just be someone who just writes some blogs about the poems that I've written. But, uh, but yeah, so 2022... For me, I always considered was um, it was the end of a, an era, the end of a journey, and I that was baked into the reason why I wanted to get Poet of the Multiverse published because I recognised that 2022 was going to be the 10 year anniversary of Poet of the Sphere being published. And um, that's why, you know, to me, it just it was a no-brainer. It, it seemed logical to to do to reflect on the journey, the the ten-year journey that I've been on as a as a, a writer, uh, as a publisher, and to ask the you, you know ask the question, you know, what if, you know, and in and I'm proud of the the poems in poet of the multiverse um i really am and i'm also proud of all the stories i've written and i'm proud of the wolf in me the wolf in you the wolf in us vega the vampire king uh, i'm very proud of my um short story collection playing god i'm proud of everything that i've done um but now we're in the year 2023 and things have happened. Um, lost my dad. I'm being there for my mum more. Um, I'm really having to... Um, it's it's a lot harder now to write. I used to write every day because um, I had that luxury. Now I write when I can. Um... And that doesn't mean to say that that's not a bad thing, you know. But I went from writing every day to writing every now and again to writing, you know, sparingly. And But now, I guess, when I write, it feels like it's... I'm having to force it out of me. The inspiration is always going to be there, the gift 
and the 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 the, the need the want to write is always going to be there but now it's like inspiration is in a syringe and i'm having to push down on the plunger of that syringe and what is coming out through what is coming out is coming out through a needle and it's coming out slowly you know it's very there's has to put a lot more effort into it getting out that's how i feel at the moment um as i say whether it will go from from that back into the the waterfall of inspiration um, which is how uh, i used to feel it was like like i used to give the analogy of my writing as if i was just turning on a tap and it would just pour out of me but uh you know it's not like that at the moment maybe as i say it'll get better maybe i'll write more maybe i'll write another story i would love that to happen but at the moment my priority is just to be there for my mom my sister my family you know as we go through this very hard time um and to be honest i know that whatever i write next will be influenced by my dad and losing my dad and that's i know that's perfectly um logical normal maybe but yeah it's gonna it will be whatever i do and whatever i write and whatever i i have written poetry um it has been influenced by the loss the feeling of loss that i have felt that i feel that i will always feel but this of course means that i'm not going to be able to initially who knows for how long i'm not going to be able to write about a multitude of things like i used to i used to be able to write about a multitude of things many different subjects um and perhaps i will maybe the the depth of what i write will be even more multi-layered than it always has been as i always wanted it to be maybe it will be maybe it will be multi-layered maybe it will be be a bit more you know opaque but um yeah i don't know how or in what form what i write will manifest itself but uh, i know it will be different it will definitely be different um and it's like it's living in limbo isn't it um um but i've really had to change um i'm still myself i'm still who i have always been but i've also had to adapt be someone else to be there for my mom my sister i've had to you know get my mom to certain places and get her through the things that she's she's still going through and that she'll always go through and things going through things myself um facing up to things and accepting certain things which is hard and as I say, I've spoken to people, not just my family, but I've spoken to 
people who I know and, um, you know, I always say to people, you have good days, you have bad days, but um, I'm definitely a diff. I'm definitely different. I feel different, but I'm also the same. Um, and living every day is hard. I feel like I'm missing something because I am. I'm missing the presence of my dad. Um, even though I feel the presence of my dad, it's different. He's become someone or something different, even though I know he's with me every day, as he always has been, but he's, it's, it's in a different way now. So, um, yeah, that's just how I'm feeling at the moment. And as you know, you may have even listened to previous episodes and, you know, I've remarked about how I'm feeling at, at a particular moment. And very recent, most recently I've been remarking about how I'm feeling about my dad and my family and. But today, as I said, um, today was when it really hit me that being a writer, it's it's hard at the moment. It's, as I say, I'm a, I, I think about writing and I want to write, but it's kind of like I feel like I can only write about certain things and in a certain way and where before, you know, for me, it was just the spontaneity of inspiration was the most magical thing. And, you know, I'm probably just talking, you know, stupid right now. And, you know, of course, I'm going through what I'm going through, as I've described it. And then it's very, it's normal. But, um, you know, it's when I think back on everything I've written, all the books, the poems, the stories. I'm gonna be honest; they just don't matter as much to me as they used to. And that's sad. That's really sad, and I feel awful for saying that. But at the moment, you know, when I, I go back and I reread them, and I think. I recognise, that's me, that's me, that was me at a certain point, being how I was, or how I, I always am, a very vital part of who I am, and who I'm always going to be, but because of experiences that I've been through, as I said, I've, I've changed, I've been through this metamorphosis, because of the experiences that I've had, the people that I've met, the losses that I've had, the loves that I've had, um, more losses. Uh, where, where there is love, there is loss as well. That's one thing that I've learned. But um, the biggest loss, of course, is the loss of my my dad. Um, and, uh, yeah, as, uh, there are days to come. There is a day to come, most especially when uh, 
the the loss that we we feel um, that is so potent because of my not having my dad with me. The loss that my my family are going to feel. The outpouring of emotion that's going to come. That day is going to, is going to arrive here soon, and uh, it's going to be um, a day that we won't forget. That I definitely won't forget. And I don't know how different life will be after that, because I know it will be different again. It will change things. I, as I said, you don't realize how much life can change very rapidly you can be on top of the world thinking hopefully hopeful and optimistic um and then bam you you like you feel like you're living in hell because you've lost that which made you who you are that person who made you who you are and uh, you do, you become a, a different person, or you feel like you're a different person, anyway. Um, and I've had many, I've had losses in life, very, very painful losses. And 2022 uh, was a, a, a year when I had two books published, and you'd think, wow, that's the best year. You had two books published. Wow, that's that must be the best. Must mean that's the best year of your life as a writer or as an artist. But no, because it was both. Twenty twenty two was both the best of times and the worst of times, as uh, Charles Dickens would write. Um, it was. I went through a lot of pain during twenty twenty two, from beginning to end. But I also wrote, I was also very inspired in between that. I had great, I had periods of inspiration, periods of love, periods of loss. And overall, it was was a year of, um, it was was a roller coaster of a year. And coming out the other side of it, I'm shook to the core, and I'll never be the same again, quite frankly. Um, but uh, yeah, I suppose we get back to the title of this episode. The whole point of me recording this episode—I um, don't remember it being this hard—and uh, that goes with. Writing, life, um, lots of things, and uh, you really don't know how you're going to feel and how you're going to react to certain things until they happen, Um, and I've internalized things in the past and I've converted experiences and memories into and feelings into poetry but now when I do it now it um it feels different it really does feel different 
Um, and, uh, you know, for some people, different is good. But I can honestly say that at the moment, different is not good. It really isn't. You can't beat familiarity. You can't beat family. You can't beat love. Um, and, uh, yeah, you're always going to miss that which mattered most. And I, to me, that which matters most to me is my mum and my dad, my, my family, my sister Claire. Um, you know, when I look at my little nephew Milo, Claire's son, Claire and Ben's son, I, uh, I look at him and I, I remember my dad holding Milo in his arms and we've got a wonderful picture of uh, my dad um, holding Milo not like long ago actually and um, it's sad that uh, Milo will not get to see my dad but maybe he does, you know, I'm certain that he does. Because my dad's still around. He's still... I just know he is. I know he is. I feel he is. So... Yeah. But... Yeah. Hard times. And I don't remember it being this hard. Life. And, uh, of course, as you get older... Life just gets harder, doesn't it? In one way or another. But, uh, but yeah. So, anyway, I hope um, you got something from this episode. I hope it wasn't, I wasn't too melancholy. I wasn't, hope I wasn't too depressing. Um, I just wanted to talk. I wanted to talk. And that's one thing that I, I do like to do. I like to talk to people. I like to interact with people and um, I hope that, um, as I say, just listening to me, if you are listening to me, you are um, someone who empathises and sympathises, not just with me, just with my family, but just know that I, um, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, um, maybe I just want to put this out there that I'm just doing the best I can and, um, you know, I'm not a perfect person. And uh, I have to live with things that I've said, things that I've done, that I would definitely change if I could, if I could. Would I rewrite anything that I've written? Mm, no. Maybe would I have written? Would I have not written some things that I've written previously? Yes. But the things that I have written especially things that um, I directly 
mentioned my parents in my mom my dad my sister claire um uh, my other family members uh or thing you know experiences memories that i've had that i've infused my art with real life events you know i wouldn't give those up for anything um because my life is the poetry that I've written about or the stories that I've written there. My life is in there and the people that I've met are in there. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, I think I'm just reflect, reflecting on things, but it's funny. It's, I say funny, you know, I've gone, I'm just looking at just the, the, the covers of my, just my poetry books, Poet in the Sphere, The Sound of Mark, The Eternal Boy, The Dreamer in the Dream, The Rambler, Poet of the Multiverse, just those six. And I've thought, I think to myself now, I think, wow, you know. <laughs> and I think, wow, because when I wrote those poems, when I wrote those books, it was like a, it feels like a different world it was like a different life um as if i was a different person even though i'm the same person and that what i what i do go on to write will be different from whatever i've written previously because of what's happened and because of how much i have been changed or how much i feel like i've been changed um but yeah so maybe i'll go back and i'll listen to this one day and think um yep you were right mark it was the beginning of something that you could not perceive that you felt you couldn't perceive um but yeah who knows what will happen next but hope for the best, plan for the worst. That's uh, the best thing you. That's the only thing you can do, really, isn't it? But I was always an optimist as a writer, as a poet, and um, ever since the beginning. And uh, that'll never change, or at least I hope it doesn't. Um, but yeah, you do change. Everybody changes everybody um but yeah so i think i'm gonna leave it there for now um i don't want to say thank you for listening if you listen all the way to the end um and um if you're a regular listener thank you for listening for as long as you have been um because um it really does mean a lot to me um but yeah so thank you for listening i hope you like what you heard and uh i'll talk to you again soon